0: Everybody and welcome to The Strong Christian. On today's episode, we'll be discussing giving God what is God's, what does that mean, and how does it apply to your everyday life? We'll be discussing that and more coming up next on The Strong Christian. Oh man, there goes the alarm. It's Sunday morning. I'm tired. I stayed up way too late. The football game is on early today. The house really needs a good cleaning. Sound familiar? I know. Sometimes it's a lot easier to think of excuses to get out of going to church than it is to think of reasons to go to church. But keep in mind, you need to go. Remember, going to church each week is not only about giving God his worship that he deserves, but it's also about you. Being a member of one body of faith that can help support your spiritual growth as you move on through life. So get on up. Go to church. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Strong Christian. Well, as you know, it's been quite a while since I've done a podcast, and I just wanted to say thank you to everybody Uh, That's been supportive uh, to myself and my family over the last several months. Uh, For those of you who don't know, my mom was diagnosed uh, with cancer uh, right at the beginning of summer and uh, passed away um, shortly thereafter. In the fall, so it was very, very, very quick process. Uh, she was still mourning the loss of my father, who passed away about two years ago from cancer. So she was just kind of getting her hands around that whole mourning process, and then, and then, uh, and then that happened to her. So thank you to all those that were who um, sent your thoughts and blessings. I I much appreciate it. Now today we are talking to you about a very specific couple of scriptures. And I'll start off with uh, Matthew 22, verse 16 through 26. This is from the New International Version. And it goes something like this. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius, and he asked them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? Caesar's, they applied. Then he said to them, So give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, so they left him, and they went away. So that is the first scripture reading. The second one that I want to read is also from Matthew, and it goes like this. Matthew 6, verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So my message to you today is giving God what is God's? Now, in that first scripture reading, uh, with, where Jesus was talking about what is Caesar's, often when people will see that, what they will what they will do is they'll read it right right for face value, and that is that that the um, uh, people were trying to trap Jesus and and get him to basically say don't pay taxes. See, there's so many people that wanted to find a reason to entrap Jesus, to put him in jail, uh, to be able to uh, execute him. Uh, Because they thought he was a troublemaker, but they were looking for some legitimate things to try to get him on. Now, if they could get Jesus to say, hey, yeah, I don't think that you should pay taxes, well, then right there is a perfect reason to try him, put him in jail, and find him guilty for inciting some sort of uh, cultural uh, misconduct. But Jesus was very savvy, and he said, "Listen, if it says Caesar's name on it, it's got Caesar's picture on it. well, Then give to Caesar what Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's." And again, so many people look at that just as the face at the face value, and they say, "Man, that Jesus was pretty smart. He that was a pretty good way to get out of getting getting caught." But that story is much deeper than that, and as is often the case with the Bible, you can take a few short verses. And you can draw quite a bit of information out of it. See, Jesus was not just saying, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. He was saying, put your money where your mouth is. And let me explain what that means. See, what Jesus was saying is, listen, uh, you're right, I really don't care about this coin. I don't care about it at all. What it comes down to is, Putting your money where your mouth is. Um, Money represents a currency. A currency is uh, a means of uh, participating in the trading of assets. And if you're trading in assets and and possessions, you're trading ownership of something. So the money represents a trading of ownership or giving up ownership. So what he's saying is if, if you think that this should go to Caesar, if you want to give up ownership of this to Caesar, give it to Caesar, but I'm going to give up ownership of myself. So, what that's saying is, if you're going to turn over ownership of yourself to Caesar, then Caesar becomes the central part of your world. He becomes the center of your universe. Caesar becomes your God. Now, as a God, though, there are specific things that we expect from a God. And in that case, if Caesar is the God, then Caesar has to provide for the physical. He has to provide for the spiritual. He has to provide for the emotional needs of those people that have given up ownership to him. And that's where you run into a distinct problem. Caesar represents the earthly world. He represents a person or or an earthly being that sins and that is not capable of fully engulfing and providing for the needs of Their humble servant. So, Caesar in itself, Caesar in something, he cannot be God. He may want to be a God. He may be the emperor and he may be the head of this uh, imperial nation, but he cannot be God. So, Jesus is saying if this little tiny thing is that important, then give it to Caesar. If that is so important that you give up ownership of this little tiny item to Caesar. If that's all he cares about, if that's all you care about, it's just knowing if I feel like this little tiny piece of metal that's been punched into a shape with his image and his words written on it, if that is so important, then give it to Caesar. I don't need it. I don't want it. For I'm giving myself to God. Now again, what I said is Caesar is a metaphor for the physical world. So what does that mean? Well, just like God is infinite and can be in all places at all times, when Jesus speaks and when he shares information through stories and parables, he is not saying simply those, those mere words, but he is telling you a greater, more important story. And what he's saying is if Caesar represents the physical world, then what we have to realize and what we have to recognize is is that there are a lot of Caesars in our life. For example, work is a Caesar. It has its own demands and its own sense of needs and principles and expectations. Home, family, friends, hobbies, these are all Caesars in our life that demand from us, demand us giving up part of ourselves to them and in support of them. They are all Caesars. And being that all of them are Caesars, and being that all of them do demand specific needs from us, and they they require our participation, what God is saying is, do not let them be bigger and more significant than they really need to be. Do you find it funny that when they were talking about, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, they were not talking about a house. They weren't talking about a mass fortune, or a a palace full of jewels and gold and treasure chests, they were talking about one tiny, insignificant little coin. See, that one little tiny coin is a representation of how menial some of those things are, those possessions are, when compared to the greater glory of God. The other reason why that specific item was chosen as a portion of this parable is because a coin represents something that we put value into. But that is the important thing to remember is money is a um, often ex- take a look at our modern day modern day system. The dollar bill is a fiat currency, meaning uh, it does not have so much of any type of real value amongst itself. The only value that exists within that dollar bill is the value that we put into it, that we say, hey, I, I feel it is equal to this, you feel it's equal to this, and we will trade it accordingly. A fiat currency based only on the value and the beliefs and the good faith that we put into it. If it weren't for the faith that we put into it, then that dollar bill would have no real value unless, of course, you needed a napkin to wipe your mouth with. So what Jesus is saying is that this coin has no value. If you want something that has got value, if you want something that has a mark on it, that is greater and more important to us than anything else possibly could be in our lives, then you must make God your currency. God must be that of which you put your full faith and trust into and not a coin. So in the Old Testament, you would hear a lot of talk about uh, people that would craft idols of calves or different things out of gold or other precious metals, and they would worship these idols as their gods. What Jesus is saying in this parable is, uh, don't let Caesar become your idol, because Caesars are synonymous or the same as an idol. Something that we worship, something that we give our time and energy to, That is not God, or in some cases, maybe is not done in the ways in which God would, would have us do it. Be very cautious, Jesus is warning us, how much time you give to these Caesars. I'll give you an example. I know a gentleman who has been employed for an operation for a very long time. He probably puts 12 to 16 hours in a day works pretty much seven days a week, and I would venture to guess has probably not taken a vacation uh, in easily 15, 20 years, or if so, uh, very few, and probably for only a very, couple, a very few amount of days at a time, if that. And the reason why is this gentleman it lives for this job. He eats, he sleeps it, he worries about it, and you see it in his day-to-day work. He's always angry. He's always upset. He's always stressed. Every little tiny thing that ever goes wrong is a really, really, really big deal to him. And rightfully so because this job that he has has become a Caesar to him. He has put so much of his ownership into it. He has given to Caesar what is Caesar's. And he's done it so much that he's given in to the the fact that that job has become his God. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's very, very uh, um, diligent of him to put in those kind of hours. To to see that type of dedication is phenomenal. But it is also dangerous because when you give that much of your time and energy to something, and especially if you do it in a fashion that is not uh, in line with, the teachings of God, or is not done for the value of God, then it turns into problems because it it takes over your life. It becomes the central focus of everything you do, and that's not what God wants us to do, and that's what Jesus is trying to teach us is give to Caesar what is Caesar's. If that job requires that you work 10 hours a day, then you work 10 hours a day, but at the end of that day, you have to give God what is God's. You have to return your heart, your soul, your time, your energy, your focus has to go to God. And that job, that Caesar, needs to get left behind until the next day. We're going to take a quick break here and kind of follow up with these same points when I get back. Here on The Strong Christian. said that being a parent was going to be easy. Then again, nobody ever said that being a kid was going to be easy either. Taking the time each day to hug your child and telling them that you're proud of them could go a long way towards the development of their self-esteem. This message was brought to you by The Strong Christian. To learn more, go to www.thestrongchristian.info or check them out on Facebook at The Strong Christian. ¡Yo! a strong christian well i just love that song that is a beautiful song if if you like that song that is a an old friend of mine rachel sneed just a phenomenal uh christian musician she's got uh, a couple albums out out now i think she just finished her second one if you like that song i would uh, direct you to go to itunes And check her out there or Google search. I believe she's got a website you can uh, download and purchase that album there. But just just a great song all all together. Now, getting back to our conversation about, um, about giving to Caesar what is Caesar's. In that scripture reading, notice the key word. See, the key word is give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. Or the implication there is give back to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give back to God what is God's. So what he's saying is, listen, I'm not telling you that Caesar doesn't deserve this. This money was his. He gave it to you. You, you kind of owe him. He gave it to you. You owe him something back. I'm not telling you to not do that. But keep it in perspective. Give back to Caesar what he has given to you in an equal amount. And give to God what he has given to you in an equal amount. And as you and I both know, God has given us everything. So give back to God what he's given to us. Also notice that, again, He does. Jesus doesn't say that Caesar doesn't deserve something. Now, Caesar might get a lot of bad press for being a, a bad guy. But as the emperor, although I didn't live there, I would assume that he probably built a pretty good uh, city. I'm sure they had a bustling economy. They had a really strong cultural culture going on. Uh, probably had just some great foods and cuisines. He probably did some really nice things that, you know what? You would want to participate in no different than now when you you pay your your taxes to help support local schools or to support the maintenance of, of public buildings and the plowing of snow. If you're in a snow area for for snow removal, there are certain things that, yes, you should give back to because you're receiving some sort of service. But don't give more, Jesus is saying, than what that service really deserves. Make sure that you're giving to God what is God's and letting God use you in the way that he needs you. Keep in mind, the reason why you have to be very careful about not giving to Caesar more than what is deserved is, as I said earlier, if you give too much of yourself to an idol, then that idol becomes your God. And one thing that is... Very interesting about God Himself is God is transcendent. Where you go, God goes. He's everywhere that you are. So if you're uh, in a situation that's bad, God is there and He's He's there to support you. If you're in a situation that's good, God is there to help to help uh, congratulate you and help keep you on the right path. God is always there. That's the nature of a God, always present, ever present. That does not change if you have an idol. See, if your idol or your Caesar is work, then and work becomes your god, then that is ever-present. So if you have troubles at work, when you leave, those troubles are still with you. When you get home and you're you're stressed out from work, that stress is still with you. It rolls over into your family life, your personal life, your friends, into alcohol and drug abuse. That, when it becomes your God, it becomes transcendent just like God, and therefore the problems become transcendent as well too. However, if you only give that Caesar what is Caesar's, meaning you go in, you work hard every day, you meet the expectations of the company as as dictated by them because they are giving you're giving back to them, right? Because they are giving you a paycheck for showing up. At the end of the day when that work is done, that Caesar stays there. You gave all of what Caesar was owed back to Caesar and you are giving to God now what is God's if you have that faith in God, in a higher being, something greater than that little tiny coin called a job, then those problems don't come home with you. Your, your God is transcendent and helps to keep everything in its place, keep everything in perspective so that you can leave that job. And if it's a tough job or, or if, if the economy is tough or if maybe even your position at work where you might be in a position of losing your job, You can leave that in its compartment and you can move on to something bigger and brighter and more wonderful with a greater cause and with a greater purpose by giving back to God what is God's and not making that your total focus, only giving it the energy that it deserves. And this doesn't just go with uh, any old uh, run-of-the-mill job. Even if your job is something that is faith-based in the sense of maybe you're doing missionary work and you're spending long, hard hours working with, with people that have severe challenges in some capacity in a third world country or some other thing that are very noble causes, even a noble cause can become a Caesar. Even it can uh, overwhelm you. And can become an idol for you. And God's saying, listen, even if you're there and even if you're doing work in my name and and you're using the spiritual gifts that I have bestowed upon you, only give it the value that it needs. Know when to say when. Don't give it all your energy. Give me, God, your energy and let that have what it needs and nothing more. The second scripture reading that I mentioned at the beginning was Matthew 6, verse 34. And again, it's a small one. I'll just read it again. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Well, again, this is identical to the first scripture reading that we read. Tomorrow is a Caesar. I know you're getting to go, All right, I'm sick of hearing the word Caesar, but... but that's what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is a Caesar. Tomorrow has its own set of needs, responsibilities, things that we have to pay back, a car loan, a mortgage. We have projects do at work. We have children that need to go to soccer practices. We have wives that want us to mow the grass. These are tomorrow has its own set of things that we have to give back to Caesar on. But God is telling us the exact same message here, and that is let it worry about itself give it the attention that it needs make sure that you're participating and giving back what you need to if you got that project that needs to be done at work then fine get going on that project but don't worry about if that project is going to fail or succeed right if you're working on a pitch to uh, get the sales uh, for a new account with well, that work on the project do the work that you need to prepare for that meeting and then go back to god Trust in God, love God, share in God, believe in God, pray to God. And tomorrow, pass or fail, win or lose, if that project gets you the business or it doesn't get you the business, let it worry, let tomorrow worry about that. Let that Caesar get paid back at that time. Right now, give to God what is God's. And that is all your time, your love, your soul, your trust, your heart, your everything. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for today. I want to thank you again for, for tuning back in and checking out The Strong Christian again. I apologize that it's been so long since I've had a chance to come to you with a message. I'm sure you all understand why. Let's say a quick prayer to wrap up this broadcast and then I'll let you go about your daily business. Dear God, help us all to focus on the Caesars in our life and the amount of time that we are spending on them. Make sure that we are participating and giving back to them all that is required of us. But above and beyond everything, Lord, help us to make sure that we are giving back to you that which you have given to us, and that which is life, which is your love, which is your blessing, which is your honor, which is your spiritual gift. We pray, Lord, that you'll help to keep us on focus, help us to keep us on track of doing what you will in your name and in your time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. And hopefully I'll get back to you with another Strong Christian Podcast in a lot shorter period of time than it has been. God bless. Talk to you all soon. Thanks again for checking us out at The Strong Christian. If you'd like more information, you can always go to www.thestrongchristian.info or check us out on Facebook at The Strong Christian. Special thanks, as always, to Kevin McLeod for his wonderful music used on the show.